This is Channel 253 Sports. That's a show. I don't think we're shitty, but I think we've plateaued and... and if we're comfortable. And I don't think we're going to continue with... I don't think we're going to... I think continue... I think, a, I think a plateau is more likely to lead to descent than a plateau is likely to lead to ascent. In 2004, 30 years after the birth of the Seattle Sounders, a cracked podcasting unit was sent to prison by a federal court for a crime they didn't commit. These men and women promptly, well, eventually, escaped from a minimum security luxury prison camp to the Tacoma Underground. Today, still wanted by the Timbers Army for dropping trial in front of Jeltwen, they survive as supporters of fortune. If you need a hot take, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the Flounders B Team. You know who else is hot? The Flounders B Team Podcast! Hey everybody, this is Steve Kettleson, and we are recording on January 7th, 2019. Happy New Year! Drink. We got a lot of people around this around this table tonight. We got the whole crew. Like, I think we've got a full six person compliment. So, to my right today, we have the young, the very well coiffed Kevin Zamira. How you doing, buddy? Happy New Year! Happy New Year to you, buddy. And then, hello, Nathan. Kevin, I would love if you would share your new Twitter name because it's my favorite thing about you. <laughs> I know, and I was—I thought that Steve was going to say it. Oh, introduced um, him, but no, I forgot about it. It's—it's it's accurate. It's factual. It's UPS Men's Soccer all-time leader in yellow cards. It's my one claim. <laughs> all-time <to> <laughs> leader in yellow cards. How long do you think that record will stand? Uh, forever. In you, one, yeah, forever. How in many one yellow- season or over the course career. of your career? Yeah. And if you got many? five, you had to sit out. Like five in a season, you had to sit out. So I just made sure I got four each year. So I have oh, 16. So- yeah, 16 <laughs> total. <laughs> mm-hmm. Never got a red card. I'm proud of you. Yeah, thank never, you. Never not one. No. Good for you. Not I even know a, where the line is. Not even a double yellow. Ozzy Alonso. And of course, the perennial Nathan Bowling. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing very well, man. Good to be here. Good to be here. It's good to see you. And then our co-host, Mr. Timothy Hamilton. Present. Hello. <laughs> How are you doing, buddy? I'm lovely. All right. And uh, in the house after quite a while and after some some pretty exciting news. I don't know if you guys want to share with the show or whatever. I mean, your name's changed, so it's kind of public. Catherine, <laughs> how you doing? doing? <laughs> She's looking My at you. My headphones aren't working. Oh. <laughs> but it works if I only put the tip in. Just for a minute. To anyone? (laughs) Is it really that kind of show? We got there (laughs) quick. And here we are, ladies and gentlemen. Um, The news is that Tashi and I got married. There we go. And you went to Disneyland. We did go to Disneyland. That's even more exciting. Disney, which is kind of a weird thing as an adult, but I honestly think Disneyland, Disney World, way better as adult. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is as a child. Or with children. Or with children. Right. Yeah, I don't think it would be fun with children either. So. Tashi is also in the room, Mr. Langton. Langton the mister. Mr. Cat Peterson. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, uh, I'm here. Welcome. (laughs) Thank you. I hope hope to hear some some bands coming in. I'm Steve Kettleson. Once again, welcome to the Flounders B-Team Podcast. Really happy to be here with you uh, to start this year. We got a lot of news. I want to catch up with everybody. Um, so you guys had any, you guys, you, you both have some coaching adventures coming up, don't you? You're both teaching high school or uh, coaching high school, uh, soccer. Yes. Uh, boys in the spring. I will be coaching a head coach of the boys at Lincoln in the spring. Woo! Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting, a, I'm already getting a lot of anxiety just thinking about all the sexism oh, I'm going to encounter. Oh God. So like, I'm like, just like preparing myself to fight. Mm-hmm. So teenage boys. Are they sexist? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are they? Oh, Dang. you know, <laughs> the thing <laughs> is, like, I can handle it more from the teenage boys because they're just so oh, stupid in general. Yeah. yeah. But, like. None of them are listening. <laughs> no, they certainly aren't. No. I'm going to um, play this in class, by the way. That's, that's, fu- that's completely fine. Actually, I went down to kick around today and they're like, are you standing? I said, no, I don't want to hang out with you any more than I have to. Sorry. Yeah. Like, that's just the, the truth. Um, but no, just. Other coaches, referees, mm-hmm. things and such. Sure. And then Tashi. Tosh, what's happening? You too? Uh, yeah, I know. The boys' season's coming up. At Foss High School? Foss High School. Yeah. February 25th. Uh, we're just doing kick-arounds now. And um, uh, hired a former player 
as my new assistant coach. So right on. Be the JV coach, which will be cool. Uh, it'll be interesting having two coaches of color, which is not always the case around no. here. Right on. That's exciting. Yeah. That's really exciting. Yeah. What's your outlook for the what? <laughs> don't, I don't. He's so yeah. earnest. <laughs> I. Yeah, we were, yeah, we it's were, really exciting. We were a game away from state last year. Okay, so and, yeah, what's your um, outlook? Yeah, we're making, we're, we're trying to make the push into state this That's year. That's fantastic. So I believe, yes. I believe it would be the first time. Nate, correct me if I'm wrong. First time in Foss history. Oh Lord, I don't know. I went there in the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, yeah, to be honest, I know teams have made it to districts. I don't know if we've ever made it into state. So. Um, we have a very strong senior class coming back. Sweet. Uh, we potentially have uh, a former Lincoln varsity player coming our way, um, which would definitely contribute to our uh, our holding center, uh, center mid, which would mean that I could then take out uh, Jacob and probably move him up at forward. Okay. Uh, he was our top goal scorer last year at center mid, so I can only imagine that um, if we actually put him in a, a striking position, he would definitely be. Yep. And what's that do to your team, Cat? Since he's stealing your uh, isn't holding he cap tied? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I feel like you know that person, that player, is really still up for grabs and hasn't mm, decided. Because okay, it's a You could have a stronger to, offer. Well, no, he has to. He has to qualify for an appeal and then get the appeal to be able to play varsity since he played varsity at Lincoln mm. last year. But so he is in a sense might, cap tied. He might be moving. So if you move, it's really easy to get your appeal approved. Okay. So right on. Seems like a real player friendly policy. Hey, Tim. Uh, yeah. Hey, uh, Kevin, yeah. do you have any coaching coming up? Are you uh, doing that uh, consulting gig still? No. Okay, great. Uh, I hear that there's no. an assistant boys job opening at, at Lincoln to posting this week if you're huh. interested. No. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you don't like working with the head with, coach. He's kind yeah. of a bitch. He doesn't yeah. like yeah. being a subordinate <laughs> no. to female. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't want to report Only to at the woman. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes. This is terrible. <laughs> this is awful, and I love it. Okay, and of course, uh, we do have to have a moment of silence for... Uh, Siggy Schmid uh, passed away on Christmas. Rest in peace. You were near and dear to a lot of us, or at least dear to a lot of us. And uh, we're grateful that you were here. Cheers. Hope you're in a better place, brother. All right. So what's everybody drinking? Uh, Pamplemousse LaCroix. <laughs> That's French. <laughs> I like the I like cat jump first to announce that, by the way. That's great. Pineapple mousse. That that means grapefruit. So I don't French. drink on air, uh, but if I was drinking on air, I'd be having a fireball ripoff from Jim Beam. Oh, you're not on air, it's a podcast. I don't drink on pod. <laughs> <laughs> Ditto what Nate said. All right, sweet, sweet. And I've got the uh the bullet bourbon. Is that what you poured into my glass? Yes, sir. Okay, and thank you. Appreciate that. Only one roofie, though, so don't worry. You'll still be able to make <laughs> I it. I was wondering <laughs> why I was feeling a little... <laughs> did, you moment, did you understand? Did you <laughs> notice <laughs> that quick pause? Like, that's where I was going, and then I... <laughs> Maybe that's in a probes. <laughs> but no, here comes Catherine. Thank you. Welcome, welcome back. <laughs> it's like a fucking Sorry. Mary Poppins. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> Mary Poppins back. in reverse. <laughs> a weird reboot of Mary Poppins. Yes, absolutely. Did anybody see that? No. no. I think my wife saw it. No. Yeah. All right. Great. <laughs> I saw the Grinch reboot. Whew. Man, oh, man. And what's new with anybody else? Anybody else have any news to share? No. Okay, great. <laughs> uh, uh, anything happen in anybody else's world? Uh, Christmas or holiday of choice or holidays of choice working I, out all right? I went with the family for a family pedicure. Oh, I first saw the time pictures ever. Too. Yeah. That was pretty great. Um, did they paint your toenails? They did. I asked for a slutty red, and they gave me that. They gave you a yeah. slutty red, really? Yeah, oh, they that's did. pretty great. There's not one that's called slutty red. <laughs> well, they gave it to me. It, they give you, yeah. there's, uh, there's a million red. reds, but. There is. And half of them are. I'll, I'll don't finish honest. this joke, please. That's a hot topic. Right. <laughs> I'll be honest. It's awesome. Yeah, it like, is. Like, I highly, highly recommend a pedicure 
to anybody that's never had one because they, they are freaking amazing. I like, know yeah, you. They're still painted. I get my toes did. Yeah, yeah. I know you, but you don't have to have your toenails. No, you don't, gentlemen. You don't. Just so you know. No, you don't. You can also just get clear and but it, it makes your looks shiny. I had the fun. Sounders logo and a little gold star above it. Yeah, it was. It was honestly <laughs> like they did the little like cheese grater thing on the bottom of your feet, and which you know felt a little funny, but. Feet feel awesome when you're yeah. done. That paraffin wax is <laughs> yeah, awesome. The paraffin, you and then the massage, yeah. when they massage, like, yeah, I don't know why, but it's my, best for me, is my ankle. <laughs> oh, and it must yeah. just because all my ligaments and everything are just crazy <gasps> yeah. tight in there. I just, I, I'm like, oh, yeah. I would love I was my, back in my head. I'm not down Fun with the family massage. bonding experience. I would love my shins rubbed. Yeah. Um, right now, <laughs> oh, that would Jesus. be great. Hey. <laughs> no, you said the shins are great. I'm just well. agreeing with you. God, <laughs> no, all the all the oils and lotions and stuff. But if, if you're a man, <laughs> your leg hairs just stick right. To okay, you. terrific. <laughs> stick right to your leg. Yep, just get that spit awesome. curl going, except on your leg. Right. Okay, terrific. Segment B. Seg- <laughs> <laughs> so the Sounders schedule is out, and we're starting off with uh, what? Well, just Tim moment has notes. Well, I'm sorry, Nate has notes. Moment of clarity. What's really dope is, is that the Sounders schedule is out and the S2 schedule is out. And by the way, the S2 schedule came out like two weeks earlier, which huh. helps our planning. So there's lots and lots of home soccer coming from mm-hmm. fans in the South Sound. You were saying, sorry. Which is fantastic. Um, are, are we going to be doing some away travel with the uh, Flounders B team? France notwithstanding. I saw uh, March 30th, the Sounders are away at Vancouver. Okay. And that sounds to me like, let's get on a train, y'all. That would yeah. be fun. I like trains. I should have my passport by then. All right. Yeah, let's go. You've you've actually filled out the thing and taken the picture. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Went to what the auditor's office. What kind of day of the week and, was that? Uh, Saturday. Yeah, let's do that. Saturday, Vancouver train. Yeah. Let's go. Uh, I think they should refer back to the episode when you discussed getting kicked out of the stadium last time around. Oh, cr- did I ever actually discuss that? Let's let's not, but like also. <laughs> Okay, terrific. <laughs> okay, so Sounders home opener March second. March second with uh since against Cincinnati FC, who may or may not have Ozzy Alonzo on their team, depending That's on Let's not the... segue just yet. Well, okay, but I just want to tease it. Jesus Christ. Tim wanted to slap S2 it right opener. out of his mouth. Yep. <sighs> it's an opener. S two opener for S2... the two. Go ahead, please. No, tell me more because you, you're more familiar with the schedule. S2 opener March 9th, so we get back to back home openers. Oh, cool. oh I don't see, know. yeah. You're not prepared. Home S2 game, <laughs> the same day as a home Sounders game? That's no, weekend, like back to back weekends. Oh, by the way, Rio Grande Valley. No? no oh, yeah. We, we'll get Sounders, smacked, but that's okay. The Sounders one game Saturday, March 9th, too. Oh, I did not S2 know. S2 playing the same night? Are they away? Why would they do that? Come on, Casey. I mean, I know it's not you, buddy. USL and MLS don't don't care about each other. Uh, Now, before that. Which one are you going to? S2. S2 opener, yeah. Got to be. Okay. February 20th, there is a friendly. Against? Uh, Club National de Football. I'm definitely not going to that. Is it Uruguayan national team? No, it's, uh, it's a... Club is that a club? Okay. It's, somebody, it's not the whole national team. <laughs> Our flow is off, ladies and gentlemen. It's, it's been a while. Uh, New Year, who dis? Uh, it's, no, no. Okay, so there, there's a friendly that's been announced. I, it, since it's on the Sounders schedule and it's a home match, mm-hmm. I assume that it's part of your season ticket package. Yeah. Because well, they got to throw in a, a, a friendly. Is there going to be another friendly mid-year? I hope not. I don't know. I, Wait, I think this is the, one of the so, ECS's perennial complaints: is uh, mid mid year friendlies in a cons, uh, uh, in a congested schedule. Just for for clarity, schedule came out today, so this is all a little hazy. I haven't reviewed it all the way. <clears throat> They're playing a friendly on a Wednesday against who for what? Exactly. I ain't going to that shit. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> like, hey, if you're listening right now, holler at your boy. You can have my tickets yep. to that. I am not going. And like, let's hope this thing comes the, out by then. The uh, <laughs> <laughs> the week of the women's World Cup uh, semi quarterfinals, semifinals, and finals. Um, in that stretch, there's an an eight day stretch where the Sounders are playing at home, followed by a midweek game on the East Coast, and then another one in Chicago. I think. Um, in that eight day stretch, so. That's going to be an interesting time for the schedule. That's right around the uh, transfer window window close date as well. So 
Um, I think there's a, a pretty high chance that Sounders fans could be pretty pissed about that. About that. <laughs> that Are time. we ready to get pessimistic about a season that hasn't started yet? Is that yes. where we're going? Oh, I'm ready. All right. Um, <laughs> I think we have. I mean, there's reasons to be hopeful uh, and there's reasons to be pessimistic. We had a, a conversation with uh, Nico Moreno a few weeks ago that we shared with everybody um, where uh, we were talking about the about the Jordan Morris signing, which is a huge surprise, and also the Christian Roldan signing, which was also just shocking uh, that we would hang on to a couple of, of, of players that have been with us for a while. Um, but those were billed as big announcements, and we don't want to flog it to death because we've, we've certainly talked about it a lot, and I know Nate's talked about it on hands-free footy, but are there any uh, any other takes on those signings and, and, and what those might mean for where we are as a team? Everybody's researching right now. So I'll just throw out that to me, the Seattle Sounders have an opportunity to improve the roster and have a need for an additional attacker. And many folks think that additional attacker is Jordan Morris. I'm not convinced that Jordan Morris is the answer until I see him healthy. Mm -hmm. I just note that you probably have Osvaldo Alonso departing and coming off the salary schedule. Mm -hmm. You had Clinton Dempsey depart and coming off the salary schedule. Mm -hmm. You have Roman Torres likely to depart and come off the salary schedule. I'm not a math genius, but that's $2.5 million mm-hmm. in DP and like regular salary schedule. And a DP slot and a couple international slots. and That I would like to see put to an attacker that isn't being put to an attacker. And one of the things I think about is, is that like we need to be competing with Atlanta United and LAFC. And so Atlanta has not sold Miguel Almiron yet, and they've already signed mm-hmm. P.T. Martinez from River Plate. We have this Dempsey spot that we're all just comfortable with the fact we're not going to fill to the summer bothers me. I, I don't like that either. So, Kevin, realistically, though, um, considering the contract that they just gave Jordan Morris mm-hmm. and the incentives that are in there for mm-hmm. him to play and play well, uh-huh. do, do you realistically see them going out and signing an attacker? Until the next window, because aren't they going to give Jordan Morris that chance to prove he is that attacker before they go spend that money? Two things. One, I don't. You don't see them signing an attacker? I don't see them signing an attacker. I agree. And two, I think LAFC, Toronto, and Atlanta would. And, and I, that's my yeah, issue. You, yeah, yeah. No, you're, you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. You've made this point a couple times, yep, Nathan. Yep. I don't know if you've made it on the show, but Atlanta is the story for 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 why you spend money on fucking soccer players, right? Atlanta's starting like front three is basically a fifty mm-hmm. million dollar investment. Right. In transfer fees and Huge. salary. And it's not a coincidence they won. And it's not a coincidence that Toronto won last season with the highest salary. Well, they didn't just win. Right. <laughs> so in <laughs> consecutive tore, years should have won back to back, but we dude. And so, 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 in the way for mm-hmm. a minute. like the, 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 if the Sounders are determined to play money ball and God, I'm not trying to be the negative dude at the beginning, but what I know is, is that we used to be like the team of the league mm-hmm. in spending and, 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 and we've been passed by and things that plateau usually don't plateau and then pick up again. They plateau and stay plateauing or they plateau and descend or descend. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sitting here looking at the situation right now, and I have concerns. LA Galaxy currently have like five DPs right now, so they're going to have to do some movement. And they also have the, don't they have like some weird um, Zlatan bucks or something? <laughs> some Zlatan weird, retention some... funds? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So, uh, are we, are we, we're talking about DPs and rosters. Yeah. LA is going to have to move some people. Um Sounders have. But do you holes. want a Dos Santos? Like I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind taking a right-sided winger and uh, Alessandrini. Yes. So if if LA is trying to move Alessandrini, I'm listening to the offer. Mm-hmm. Uh, if but like the, the other Dos Santos, Dos no, Santos. No, no, yeah. no. I I don't know what their story is. They're not properly motivated. Whatever. But with Zlatan and the do two Dos Santos, um, <laughs> that's at least three. And then Alessandrini is going to have to be moved. One of the things I was I was listening to uh, the Cooligans, and uh-huh. they made me think of uh, like, what if you could trade DP spots, like like international roster Ooh. spots? What if you could buy with your luxury tax? You know, everything you spend over your salary goes into the pot, and that makes the rest of MLS better. Wait, keep explaining that. Well, yeah, how? Like, what's the incentive? Like, I could buy if if Minnesota or or who's the New England Revolution, if they're not going to use any of the DPs, then maybe somebody pays either pays New England for that extra DP so that LA can have five, or 
if you're going to spend over the, the over the salary cap, then the money that you spend over the salary cap gets put into essentially the TAM funds and gets distributed amount. Real them. talk, if you could sell DP slots, we'd be selling one of ours. Yeah. I think that, yeah. Well, yeah. At the same time, I mean, are we not going down to two here pretty soon? If in all actuality, if teams stop entering the league, that money's going to stop coming in. I can't. Remember, I, this is a pyramid scheme. <clears throat> Honestly, I cannot, I cannot fathom that Chris Henderson does not have somebody on the line right now. Oh, he's, he's, I don't know that they're going to be able to throw a lot of money at it, but they've got to have somebody on the line. They have to, there's just, they have to. It doesn't do mean, they, though, because I don't know. Do, do we want to walk through what the four, two, three, one looks like with the current roster? Have we? Well, let's talk about, uh, Jonathan Campbell first. Okay. And that acquisition. Um, there was some optimism on the thread about how he's doing and how he'll he'll be a contributor to the to the team to the depth. I mean, he's a he's he's our fourth <clears throat> starting center back. So at this point, we're still looking at Marshall does that count? Kihi, does that include Torres? Torres, that's the third, and then he'd be the fourth. He's an upgrade to me from Tony Alfaro for and sure. Yeah. Alfaro's yeah. gone. And Alfaro's he's like gone. He's going to achieve yep. us farm team with with number one hundred and seventy eight. Right. I was going to say one seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll just add a one to his whatever. Are we, are we done <coughs> well, talking about the schedule and stuff, oh. though? Well, uh, oh, what else do we need to talk about with the schedule? Well, I, it's like, honestly, lots of like, Vegas away. No, no, no. Like, if you look at the schedule, it's the Sounders really have got a great opening. I, I yeah. honestly think that you should see if, if the Sounders are struggling like they normally do, that's a really terrible, terrible sign because looking at their schedule, March. They they don't have a game that's really all that losable. Um, I mean, we'll April twenty first, <laughs> LA away. But then after that, like, there's really nothing that I look at I that's like, it. oh crap, that's really a struggle. Until you get, I mean, they've got KC away in May twenty sixth. Uh-huh. There's two games I'm looking at like, oh that's Dallas, that's yeah. trouble. Dallas, we seem to be okay with Dallas. I'm not too worried about that until you get to July. Right, July is tough. You got NYCFC away. You've got Atlanta. You've got Portland. You've got uh, Dynamo. You've got KC again. A, like new, that, a that's newly re-energized tougher. Columbus Crews in that sequence too. But like seriously, <laughs> but seriously, like to open up the season, Cincinnati FC Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. You've got Colorado twice. Yeah, yeah. You've got away, but it's Chicago. You got away Vancouver. That's never too scary. Unless you're Steven, you get kicked out of the stadium. <laughs> God damn it! You've got Real Salt Lake, but at home. Uh, Toronto, but at home. Uh-huh. I mean, like Atlanta, I'm looking at their <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at their April May schedule. Like it's like they should really get off to a very good start. So taking this that year. to another, taking that to the next logical conclusion, is that an incentive for them to wait until the transfer window? I think so. Yeah, that's that's honestly where I was going. Like okay. I don't, I totally agree with what you're saying, Nate. That they need to sign another attacker, but I think in Sounders logic, I think they say Jordan's our attacker. And then if Jordan's not our attacker, we have a pretty good opening schedule. I think we can get through to the next window When's before the, we have well, to sign somebody else. I, I don't yeah. think it's no, – uh, I'm not happy about it, but I think like when you look at all that combined, I don't see a new attacker coming in until the next window. You're right by this, by the way. Like, I'm yeah. not trying to like trying to heap at you, but like, holy crap. Yeah. We open with expansion team, Colorado, Chicago, Vancouver, Salt Lake, Colorado. Yeah, and, and get points. And um, Salt Lake's points. at home too. It's like we don't get even points. have to go play there. Yeah, like did you just say he Pete? <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. It's uh, that's, that's a new one for it's me. It's mansplaining it. Jace. Yeah, yeah. There we go. I got it. Nice. I got it. Nice. Was, it was mansplaining? No, I. Never mind, Catherine. <laughs> Saying, no, I just I agree with Pete? Kevin because even in the past when they don't have a uh, outlook like that, like where they should be walking away with points every single game, they didn't seem to think it was very important to sign someone. So what was what's their motivation now? Right. Because how long has it been since we made a winner signing? Is but, I think a valid question. Well, and, and the optimistic side of this is full season of Rui Diaz, Jordan yeah. Morris return, but like nah. But but I think. And I don't know, like, who's in charge, but they seem to be okay with, like, uh, it's not great, but it's all right. It's getting us there. And, you know, especially in the second half of the season, we're doing pretty right. And, you know, that's what everyone remembers is, hey, we ended the season pretty well. And forget about the miserable few months before that. But um, so I just don't think that the motivation to go on and spend that kind of money and sign someone is there. The incentives Um, are not there in a closed system, right? 
Yeah. Well, the, the incentives are so the incentives are there. Atlanta United is going to field three Rui Diaz level DPs to start the season, and they currently have four on the roster. The incentives are there. We're choosing to not respond to the incentives. Yes. That's true. I think that's a Agreed. fair point. Yeah. By the way, I don't think they look at it as incentives. They think people are so season ticket holders are going to still have their tickets. People are still going to come to games because we're going to win enough to mm-hmm. keep, keep people, people on the hook. Interested. Yeah. That bottle of bullet is so massive. Last- it's, like a, it's like a blimp <laughs> in the sky. My God. <laughs> uh, and and last year was was kind of nuts, right? It's it's even when we were ending the season and we were almost second place. Most people like that aren't regular Sounders fans thought we still sucked thought we were still awful weren't gonna go to games like i still couldn't sell my tickets like the only the only tickets last year that i made a profit on when i when i had to sell them because i couldn't show up was the last game of the year which was against um houston san jose it was the closer against san jose i that's no if you're a sports operation and (laughs) tickets for the resale Are going for a below, below face, face value. You're doing it wrong. Like that's that's a flashing red light. That's Bad an issue. Sign. But like you said, when things plateau, they don't get better. They don't plateau and go up. They plateau, go down, and then there's some kind of like, well, this whole thing is shit. Also known as the Arsenal theory. And um, <laughs> then it takes a while before they get better again. Insert Miguel Herrera. A pass level might as well be a pass back, as you've said on this show a number of times. So before I started bringing the doom to the conversation, and apparently I'm establishing the reputation for this on Twitter, and that's fine with me too. Cool, baby. We were talking about the new center back. Yeah. New center back, Jonathan Campbell, um, <clears throat> acquired from Chicago Fire. Is that right? Man, Chicago. if I'm Chicago, I don't do business with Seattle no more. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the, you want who? The fans were like, I'm surprised we didn't get like Tony Alfaro and a bag of Cheetos. <laughs> Wait, can, can we just walk through what we've given Chicago and what we've gotten back from Chicago? Lumberg. We gave him Lumberg. Flacco. Flacco. Yeah. Patrick Iani. Uh-huh. And we've gotten back from them, what, Joven Jones? Uh-huh. This cat? Like, that's a brutal record. That is brutal. <laughs> Didn't we get uh, Marco Papa? Yes! Yeah. We got yeah. Marco Papa from him! Yeah. What about... Uh, Jesus! Where'd Chad Barrett come from? Someone uh, trash well, is another man's treasure. That's Nate right. Bowling. Yeah. I just like, that's insane. Like who? <sighs> I'm not sure if we were traded or if they were just released and resigned. I don't know how that. You know, it's been years. But I mean, I was paying attention to that's yeah, bad that's business, true. though, fam. That's yeah. bad business. Yep, yep. yep. So um, as far as performance goes, as far as a center back, um, uh, somebody on the thread was saying that he's putting up numbers like Chad Marshall's putting up numbers uh, as as a vet or has the potential to do that. Yeah, I think uh, I saw Jeremiah O'Shan uh, put an article up saying that if you look at his numbers, they're similar um, to scale. Like, okay. Uh, obviously, at a, if you expand it out over a yeah, season. Yeah. Okay. And, and he was good. I thought he did a real good job of saying, like, look, here are the numbers. Make of them what you will. Um, yeah, it's a smaller sample size for Campbell. But, like, let's see what we got. Like, we might have something here. Okay. So, um, yeah, you never know, man. Center backs are... You just don't know. Uh, you got to give him some time. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, if I'm the Sounders, I give him – I don't release anybody until I see that guy play with these other guys um, that don't speak his language. Like, I, I want – because, yeah. I mean, seriously, like, I want to see him play with Kihi. I want to see him play with Torres, too. I don't release Torres. It's probably, like, the – I mean, the the fair thing to do would be, you know, let Torres go. But I think you don't release him until you see what Campbell can do with this group and see what you got. Well, when does we, the window close? The window's not even open yet. Well, okay. I mean, when does the winter window <coughs> open and close? I mean, can we actually we get can to move see these to an guys? MLS team. Can we see these guys play before you know before that window closes? No, not the not the January window. No, Good I don't call. think so. No. But I think you do got to get them into camp and see. Like, if you're the Sounders and you're just thinking business wise, I think you let them know, hey. Like, let's take a look and see what's going on, Torres. We know you want to start and play. Well, we got a camp coming up. Let's see what you can do. Torres We've got four center shape, backs though. here. <laughs> well, I, Torres is working out yeah. in Panama. and uh, Yeah, round is a shape. <laughs> it is. It is. He got his hair cut, so he's yeah, a little he's more he's lost four pounds. I, mean, yep. I think if Torres, <laughs> hair. If Torres wants to come in and play, he, he should, he's should. he got to come in and earn a spot. Mm-hmm. Um, and if not, if he doesn't earn a spot, then the Sounders should move him. You know, they, they should give him what he wants. But 
I just think you got to talk to him and say, look, we got to see what we have. Come in and play. Earn a spot if you can. If not, well, we'll move you. He's out of contract, right? Yeah. So it's not even a matter of Sounders letting him go or not, no. right? Like no. we, we no. have all no. the power, no. right? No, no. he's oh, he, they're under contract. Oh, okay. I thought he was. I thought he was free. Don't think. <laughs> Jesus, don't speak. <laughs> I know what you're saying. So please, please stop don't stop mansplaining. Man. <laughs> And, no, so uh, he's under contract. That's why I mean, that's why they're talking about moving him. I know the Sounders have a history of making promises to certain players and then not following through on what, what they said they would do. But you want to segue? Do you mean? I don't, I don't do you know. Do you want to segue? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. No, I, 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 uh, rumor, well, we should segue to a break. Well, we're not done with the the movement. What? But that's segment C, fella. Oh. <laughs> well, stop pointing at it. Stop pointing at it. All right. And with that, we will be right back. Thank you so much for listening to the Flounders B-Team podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Flounders B-Team podcast. I am here in studio, of course, with Kat Peterson, Tachi Langton, Tim Hamilton, Nate Bowling, and Kevin Zamira, also Grover, a couple other dogs. My wife's upstairs. We've got some booze on the table, and we are bullshitting right here. You never know. everybody doing after the break just lovely it's it's only been a few minutes of some random music that you just put in there yeah we'll be all right absolutely they yeah. forgot what did it sound good to. or was it pretty it bad was lovely i was yeah. tapping my feet okay that's good i'll try to find something that a little footloose that. dancing footloose. yeah moving on elmo okay so uh what other what other news cat tried to break some news today did with I? trey muse Oh, I just saw it on the Twitter. Okay, well, you're breaking in here, so, aren't you? Ba, 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 yeah. ba, ba, but I was ba, not ba, sure. Ba, Tim ba. says that it might be an S2 signing. So well, I mean, okay, well, but Trey maybe that makes sense to me. Trey Muse is an academy player, and he's, uh, I think it says, is a sophomore at uh, Indiana University. Okay. He's one heck, I mean, he's had great stats. You know, is it is it his ability, or is it just the defense in front of him? We'll see. But it looks like he's going to go homegrown and, and sign with the Sounders. So he's not going to finish college? Um, maybe, maybe he's not. Gonna but he's going to transfer to Well, no, he'd be a senior roster signing <laughs> who would then would get loaned down to S2, sure. like Callie Brown was, because Callie Brown is not back this year, I believe. Okay, Correct. that makes sense. He must have hit his head on a ceiling fan or something. <laughs> Okay, right on. So our goalkeeping uh, staff is is definitely developing. So what's what's hot about Trey Muse he's as far as goalkeepers go? 6'4", 195 pounds. Big guy. Uh, he's from, yeah, he, he went to, I guess, hometown Louisville, Kentucky. Went to Roosevelt here Ooh. in Washington. And it just, I mean, he's he, he is the bee's knees. I don't know if he's going to be the one that, that finally uh, pushes Phil's Stephen Fry's Fry shoes. And, and making him expendable. I don't like that. You don't like that concept? You want Stephen Fry to ever leave? I don't. I like him and his dogs. That um, that oh, Pendleton Jesus. whiskey that Stephen Fry signed just about a year Stephen ago. Stephen Fry actually, was on the show. The two episodes go back to like June 11th and seven or J- January 11th, January and 17th, or yeah. something, 17th and twenty something uh, of last year, 2018. Just, just go back and listen. And yeah, we'll do wait. go back and listen. It was a great show. We'll wait. Pause. We'll be back in a second. How was it? Did yeah. you enjoy that show? <laughs> was it great? Um, so it, when he retires is when we're going to drink that. Okay. All right. I think. Does that I'll sound like go a good plan? Wagon. Sure. Well, maybe we can. You don't him. have to. He no, said, I have to. Okay. He said on the Fair show enough. he wants to come back, <laughs> um, and he wants to bring his dogs. Chad Marshall and his dogs. Oh, okay. yep. yep. Can we pour that in a barrel then? Oh, that's not a bad idea. Pour, drink it out of his gloves. That's Ew, a bad that's idea. Nasty. Disgusting. Yeah, that's a bad idea. But barreling, it's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, do we have a barrel? We handy? can go to he that. Sign the bottle. Though. We can go to that distillery to in Gig Harbor, whose beer, whose stuff isn't very good, and get a barrel from them. They're award winning, Nathan. Award winning. Stop it. Uh, just get a bunch of popsicle sticks and jam them in the bottle. Yeah, I actually have a um, popsicle. All right, moving on. Thank you, Elmo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what other roster moves are we looking at? Is uh, uh, Lodero continues to be rumored to be leaving for? He's, he's gone. Some club. 
<laughs> whether it's Cruz Azul <laughs> or whether yeah. it's Millonarios or whether it's Boca Boca well, Juniors. Here's, here's my in. only question. It seems like it's the same rumor that's getting mm-hmm. regurgitated. However, and, and this is an honest question, I know Ladero is not a huge social media guy, mm-hmm. but has he come out and denied anything? That's what I'm hoping. that He'll just come out and say, hey, y'all, I'm, I'm here. I'm not going right? anywhere. What's like, the incentive for him to deny it? He's on a contract for the next two years with the Sounders. Pretty much just signed, right? Just team morale. Just loyalty. Loyalty. Like, no, I'm not going anywhere. I mean... I don't think he, I mean, necessarily has to address every single rumor. Sure. Um, but some but at the same time, this seems to be getting recycled. People seem to be like, oh, wait, hey, what's going on? Well, someone was uh, listening to the But also, I mean, Nico was saying, like, nah, I'm not. He's really that. happy. Yeah. Is, is, is yeah. The... Which I, tr- like, I think we all trust Nico yeah. on what he says and what he does. But it was just, it got popped up again. And I saw some people replying, like, is this the old one or is this the same one? I'm not sure. So that's why I brought it up and asked the question, like, "Hey, what's what is going on here?" Like, well, I'm, let's, I'm uh, honestly curious. Let's and hold I don't on think he's ever do come we, out and said, "No, I'm not for going to Cruz Azul. Uh-huh. What did they do? They lost to Club America, and then they start talking, you know, mm-hmm. Lodero rumors. But they Boca also juniors, went out and signed somebody to signed a Lodero equivalent somewhere else, which was part of the the game. Mm. Yeah, they, they lost to River Plate, and so they start floating, you know, Lodero rumors. Who's next to lose? And then we can see if those rumors are going to follow that team. Hmm. Interesting. France. So I'm. I w- I always say if I was a betting man, but I actually am a betting man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I could find odds, I would bet that Ladero's going to be back and he's not going to move. But I have concerns about what this team looks like without Ladero, and I also have concerns with the idea that if Ladero was to move uh, in training camp the way that Oba did then we'd be going into the season with a giant gaping hole in the middle mm-hmm. of our roster again, and I would just stick my head in the oven to Honestly, August. that's why collectively <laughs> fans have the PTSD and they're rocking back yeah. and forth right now in the fetal position, <laughs> hoping that this isn't real because we've been through this before. We've yeah. been through the slow starts. And all, of the, all of the outlets are assuring us yeah. time and time again that everything is fine. Don't worry about it. We're being ridiculous. You're being ridiculous. Tim, you're being ridiculous. Hey, yeah. it's not like we're sitting here talking about Suarez rumors. <laughs> 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 yeah, that, that's going to be put to bed if you lose Ladero. Why is Suarez going to come here? It did exactly. make me feel better that Nico Marino and then I think it was Jeremiah O'Shan who uh-huh. said, nah, you're fine. Like, not, that yeah. made me feel a little better, but I was like, well, this doesn't seem to be going away. But. I think Boca, we were concerned that Boca was probably the only place that we'd have to worry about. So right. Boca's like the prom queen. So Ladero stays, though. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, so the other people in the kind of in the mixer right now are, of course, uh, Ozzy Alonzo. Um, gone. The, gone. The yeah. gone. Yeah. So I don't see him. <laughs> Cincinnati has been uh, outbid by Minnesota as we wow. started the show. Do you know what the dollar value Ozzie is? for a Midwest guy. But is the dollar value leaked? A opportunity to play with a Slo- Slo- use your words, Timmy, Slovakian national teamer. Hmm. Um, I, I I just know that it's been eclipsed by by Minnesota. And so. our estimate on an offer would be somewhere between five hundred thousand and the one million that the Sounders aren't going to give him. Yeah, I, I don't think it doesn't look. I mean, if if you're Garth and you've tried to shop him the last three seasons, are you are you going to outbid him? Well, you can't shop because it's a, well, right, and it's he's right. a free agent at this point. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Osvaldo Alonso is the greatest sounder in the MLS period. and The I greatest hope... sounder in the MLS? Defender. No. Is the greatest sounder in the MLS, MLS period. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Yeah. In the, in That's the... right. Zach Awani doesn't listen to this show. <laughs> no, in the... No. <laughs> I, I love Zach, but like, <laughs> but Ozzy is yeah. Ozzy's resume. So since 2009 on, not counting the 74 A League USL stuff, uh-huh. Ozzy is the greatest sounder. And if there's if we live in a just world, there will be an Ozzy Alonso and Siggy Schmidt statue in front of CenturyLink one day soon. Oh shit! They're gonna they're gonna be like ghosts, like Return of the Jedi, hanging out watching everybody else at the end. Why do you have season? to make it creepy? <laughs> Kevin, 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 are you ready to go? <laughs> you seen the movie where like it's it's Yoda? He's and doubling down, y'all. Yeah, okay, <laughs> keep going. And Obi Wan Kenobi, who's not a great character, and I mean. the young Darth Vader. Okay, so, <laughs> Anakin. Anakin. He, they added him in. Yeah. Sweet Jesus. So I mentioned on the thread that. <laughs> Given Torres's dissatisfaction, yeah. there's a non-zero probability that Cincinnati yeah. rolls out Torres and Alonzo. 
Torres, Alonzo, and they already have Kendall Waston. Uh-huh. That would be awesome. That's a stout defense. Kevin and they has thoughts. up top. Kevin has thoughts. Uh, shit, I feel like I could run in behind that defense. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, you you do have a very good point. Could you like, beat Kendall Waston like in a foot race? I would be just sideways on, fucking ready to sprint every time. Like, play me in. Just it would only in. happen the one time. Yeah, play me in. Oh, man. Yeah, I, w- I would want diagonal runs in behind, into the channels, like, go, 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 go. Don't get me wrong. I wouldn't want anything played in front of me, like, to feet. Like, or no, in, in the air? No, across? No. no. Okay, okay. Let, let me run in behind all day long. Like, what? just give me that opportunity. Why is it that since Vancouver's been in the league and Boston's been in the back that we have not been able to freaking do that? All I'm saying is stop knocking the crosses in. So yeah, we don't Watson's play like picking that. every just, one you know, of them up. We don't play through. The best way to attack a ding, big man ding. is just to pass it by him and yep. just yeah. go. And kind of flat footed, man. Like he <sighs> and, and Torres love him. Not fit. But they all have, you know, uh, uh, like well, that's why they're they defenders. Holes yeah. in the armor. <laughs> so wow. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I just. I, I can't figure out why we can't get past these guys and why we try to continue to force the same cross in and he just picks it up, you know. Anyway, Elmo, moving on. Uh, so yeah, we, we talked, we've got we talked with Daryl Sting, uh, Ozzy's gone, Torres, Torres likely gone. Brad Smith. And, and again, for the record, Kevin uh-huh. does not want Torres to go until he not sees yet. a replacement. Nope. Yeah, not yet. I think Kevin is right on the issue, but I think that Torres wants to be gone because he wants to start and deserves that yep. Yep. and deserves a full training camp with his new team. Which, yeah, so, which Kevin also yeah, said, I think, yeah. yeah. No, no, I, I, I think what Nate's saying is fair. I think mm-hmm. if if I'm Garth, I'm saying um, I'm going to try to my, – my position will be to go to Torres and say, hey, look, we've got a new guy. Sure, you want to play, come into training camp, try to win some time. Now, if Torres does that, that's great for the Sounders if he tries to come in and win some time because we're getting the best of Torres – and if he doesn't win it, then cool. We know who's playing in front of him is deserving. Uh, if I'm Torres, I don't know if I buy that. I don't know if I'm like, yeah, I'm going to come into training camp and win that. I think Torres is like, I'm going to get moved no matter what. Uh-huh. So I think Torres probably tries to angle for a move. Um, do you think, I think he wants to fight for the spot on the Sounders, though? Or maybe. do you think it's... Do you feel it's an ego thing? Like, why should I... I'm the one that... Why should I have to fight again? In. That and, right. like, why Why should I have to work this hard when I can go somewhere else and I can my, just have that spot? My mm-hmm. thinking would be I don't want to risk anything if... Even if I play my best, I'm still not going to start. Yeah. Right? I think it's I think it's it's very much... Don't play your um, best. Play Keegan's best. Cost. Play Marshall's best. There's opportunity cost involved. Like, yeah. Like I could come in and play my best and not get the spot. Um, why would I risk getting injured? Yeah. Just move yeah, yeah. me. Exactly. I think what Nate's saying is accurate. Just give me a chance to have a training camp with a team. I think that's fair. But I think from a business perspective, if you're just purely from a Sounders side of things, it's like, Meh, come in and try to win a spot. Keep him through training camp. If it doesn't right. work, move him. He's going to break his leg on Earl Thomas. But if you... Right? That's what I mean. That's so the opportunity have, cost, right? If you move Torres, you have to bring in a start quality center back, which is why I'm slightly frustrated about the Kendall Waston move, move to Cincinnati because us letting Torres go and bringing Waston would have been great, and I'm not convinced that Campbell's the answer. Right. Yeah, I'm not either. That's why I'm saying keep Torres through camp, yeah. just in case. So what does that look like, though? So if Jonathan Campbell's in and assume that Torres is out at the beginning of the season, assume that Ozzy's out at the beginning of the season, assume that Lodero is here and the rumors are are just bullshit, um, and then Brad Smith, of course, is gone because we're not going to renew that loan probably, right? He so, might just get picked up because they're born with in need. Knew who's definitely going down to S two, right? Well, so, I, so hold oh, on, that, hold on. Okay, let's I'm talk right, about that. One, I, I think skirt, it's, skirt. I think it's to the Sounders' advantage if you can bring Brad Smith back to bring Brad Smith back. Okay. Uh, Bournemouth is not doing especially well, but I'm not sure that Brad Smith is the answer to what ails them right now. <laughs> and I know right. they didn't. I don't think they picked up a left back, but Bournemouth just picked up Nathaniel Klein, mm-hmm. right? So they picked up another outside back. Yeah. And so looking at the roster, I. If we if we have the option to bring Smith back, I want Smith back. Uh, I don't think that that means that Nuhu goes down to S two. I think it means that Brad Smith is not especially durable so far. And I think <laughs> I think you have both of them on the roster. It's the yeah, Brad. No. Anybody when with the name so Brad is, yeah, is when you want to attack. Yeah, when you want to attack, you play Smith. When you want to defend, you play Nuhu. That's not a bad mix to have. Agree. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Nuhu's Nuhu's too good for S two. 
Um, he's not. You've heard me say he's not elite before, but he's good. <laughs> I, I actually, when he came back from sort of his spell on the bench, I thought he was making a concerted effort to be safe and be, be better, assured. Yeah, yes, that, that's what he needs is like a little bit more like, well. um, like kid gloves. No, Just he run needs up the to, field and give it a little to bit Ozzie more like run up the field and give con, it to like warrior concern. Like he needs a little bit more like. Well, who needs a flashy left back? There it is, by now the way. Hook, there it is. There <laughs> it is. Team like, that had Joven you know, Jones. Left backs in this modern game are very, very important. Outside backs are very important to the modern game. There's no question about it because they have to read the game at a quicker, higher level because they're pushed higher up the field. So they got to protect that space behind them. And I think Nuhu just being a little more careful with going forward and a little more careful with keeping the ball so that he's not getting caught out of position um, was more evident when he came back from yeah. the bench. Like so a little bit I more conservative go, with yeah. this, like, I'm just going to yeah. fuck it. I'm just going for yeah, it. Yeah, you know, like, exactly. Yep. I agree. Yep. So I, I thought he did better when he came back, for sure. Fair Brad enough. Smith's better, but, you know, new who's, new who's good. <clears throat> okay, so new who's in. Brad Smith is in. Uh, uh, Jonathan Campbell's in, Lodero's in, uh, Ozzy and Torres are leaving. Uh, make that assumption. What other what other gaps do we have? Uh, what are the impacts of of those uh, of those uh, exits? And what are the needs going forward for the team at this point? And tell me to shut up if you think I'm wrong on this. Shut up. I want to walk through the four two three one that I think we're going to deploy. Okie dokie. So at left back, we're going to have a new who Smith rotation. Okay. Kihi Marshall. Uh, on the right, we're going to have, oh God, what's his name? The Dutch guy. Lirum. Lirum, thank you. <laughs> uh, in defensive midfield, we're going to have Svensson next to Roldan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Christian Roldan. The band of three in the midfield is going to likely be Ladero, Rodriguez, Jordan Morris. Mm-hmm. Right to left. With Rui Diaz up top. Yeah, and I yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah, and when you started getting to that band of three, I was like, that's where we could use some help. Correct. Yep. Yeah, I think Correct. Agree. Like, Ship is a decent <laughs> sub. Like He played really well, I thought, the second half of the season. I thought he when got When Rodriguez better. was banged up, right? Yeah. But at the same time, like he's not your game changer. Mm-mm. Like who, who do you bring in? Is it Buana? Is he your guy oh, that you yes, bring in to be definitely. a game changer? Yes, he is. Yes, he's yes. Buana and still, Wingo. He, yeah. Although, I, I mean, I will but say, Buana. Buana very much Buana. looked like a kid in that playoff game. And even Kihi looked a little off in that play. He did. But Buana sure. looked really like a but kid. That's that's what you have to do. You yeah, gotta, no. You gotta, you're right. You got to toast the marshmallow and then. Yep. Uh, I know, but you want to, you want, like, that's, you, that's, that's your, and then that's your hand right off the bat, though. Yeah. Yeah. Again, like, again, like your subs are Bruin and Buana. We're going to have Clint Dempsey's salary gone, yeah. Ozzy Alonzo's salary gone. Some of that money has gone to Jordan Morris. Some of that money's gone to Roldan. Roldan. But all that money ain't gone to those two. Yeah, you need another attacker. Like we yeah. need another attacker. Yeah. I feel like a stronger center mid. Are you sure the board doesn't mid. just want profit? No, no, no. <laughs> I, I'm not. So they, listen, they have, Steve, quote, this is a business. Here. They haven't taken any money out of the, it's not a game. the team. Everything goes back in. Well, this. So here's the thing I'll say is there are no obvious holes on this roster like there has been going into past seasons, but there are still holes in this roster. And there are there there are depth yeah, issues. There's no holes. You starting depth issues, depth issues yeah. and the like. I just don't. Well, you're gonna run those all, all those eleven the whole time because no. the minute happens, somebody gets hurt, doesn't Chad come Marshall back. gets injured. Yep. Yep. Marshall gets it exactly. He gets injured. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Christian Roldan gets injured. Mm-hmm. Marshall. Somebody yep. pulls a hammy. That's that hasn't happened. Either. But in the back, well, someone gets quad tightness. Yeah. For the love of God. For the love of God. That Roll yeah, that Roll Don Svensson defensive midfield pairing is really really dope until either Roll Don or Svensson gets called up or injured, and then it gets really really ugly really fast. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and, Delum is your sub there, and I like Delum. Right, I like mm-hmm. Delum in that in that role. For he's sure. growing, yeah, but he's not every there, game. But he's not Roll Don or Svensson. Well, you know, all that time. I mean, we, we we joke around with all the different formations and whatnot, and and having Roll Don at right back. You know, for 15 minutes a game, every game has helped. I think I could see him being a, a right back that that when Kelvin is just gassed or doesn't doesn't yeah. have the the ability to go up and down. You know, he is a, a, a Christian Roldan is a pretty much a box to box kind of a guy, so he can run. He always wins the beep test. I know, but Jesus fucking Christ, how hard is it to get a right back? It shouldn't be. Well, that hard. What do you want a right back saying, to do? Though. That's the problem. I mean, and, are you looking at a four four two? You or you just want a guy to defend, or do you want a guy that's going up the field? Well, 
And here's my hope. Anyone plays like that anymore? Even in a four four two, no one plays that way anymore. So here's my hope for Roldan is that I thought uh, Will Parchment on Twitter made a really good point about. um, I really like uh, Weston McKinney a lot, and when Will Parchment was putting out like his hopeful future men's national team midfield, McKinney wasn't really in there, and I was surprised. But he made a good point about you really have to be a specialist in the midfield these days because they're the game's too fast Mm -hmm. to really be a true box-to-box midfielder anymore. There aren't that many, if any, box-to-box midfielders. There just aren't. They don't stand out. Like, there's a handful at the most. And for Roldan, like, my hope is that he gets to just – he gets that spot. Like I've said before, like, I think Roldan's our center midfielder in that 4-2-3-1 for the next 10 years, right? And this contract that he just got, I went, cool. I I really hope he's that guy because I think that's his best shot – at getting into the national team mm-hmm. at some level. Because, like, um, who is it that just moved to Germany? Tyler Adams. Adams just moved to Germany. And, like, I just saw a clip of him talking about, like, his best attribute is breaking up the play and then moving it forward. I'm like, ah, man, I wish that was Roldan's best attribute right now. Like, he could be really, really good at that. So my hope is that Roldan gets that spot next to Svensson. He starts all 34 games. He plays all – like, he just gets that spot, and he holds it, and he keeps it. I don't disagree. I think playing right back has helped him. It's kept him on the field. But I think now's the time where that's his spot. No, you're right. He needs to keep it. Yeah. You'd rather have a master than a jack-of-all-trades. A jack-of-all-trades. Especially these days. Yeah. Yeah. And thinking more about it, I I think – drink. Thinking more about about what I think – That's not my dogs. What I think Roldan's better skills are – not so much stealing passes, like reading people's minds that Ozzy was good at, but just dispossessing, separating people from the ball. It's He's wor- been good at just throwing himself in there, throwing his shoulder in there, splitting people from the ball. And he's a good forward passer. He, he can play the ball forward. I think he's got a good mind for that. So It's worth pointing out the U.S. national team just hired Greg Berhalter, which means that in Berhalter's system— Don't say Will Trash. I, Will Trap— <laughs> Is oh, gonna be sorry. Will Trap is Will gonna trap. be penciled in at number six. Maybe. No, no. He's been running Berhalter's system for half a decade. Like Trap's penciled in at number six. He's the incumbent now. If Roldan wants to make it into the national team rotation, yes, he's got to beat Will Trap. And or, you're not gonna be beat, you're not gonna beat Will Trap playing. I was gonna say why not play? Why not? Why can't he be an eight? Well, because if Will Trapp's going to be the six, then Tyler Adams and Weston McKinney are yeah, going to be the true. eight. That's true. That's he true. won't be that's the true. he won't be the attacking center mid because no. he has to play defensive center mid for the Sounders. He has to. Yeah. His his like his it's a baseball stat, but his WAR his wins against replacement for that spot like it drops off if it goes to Dellum. I'd love to see him jump up a line and play in between Vicrod and Ladero. That would be awesome to see Roldan play in that spot between those two guys. Mm. But who's behind him? I mean, maybe. like Actually, that'd be kind of interesting. I'm, I might be talking myself into something here. <laughs> like, actually, <laughs> if, if Morris isn't your guy, like wh- what is like your drop-off if you shove Roldan up a line and put him in between Vicrod and Ladero, and he holds that central spot and lets those guys run in there with Rui Diaz and run around, and Dellum and Svensson just so hold. We're almost at a four-two-one-three at that point, right? right? Yeah. I mean, he's not, he may not be that 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 playmaker number ten, but mm-hmm. he's not going to fall off defensively like no. Ladero might. Or he's a one-man Victor. double pivot. <laughs> yeah, right. Seriously, I got the center uh, circle. And I, I think he probably stays in the defensive center mid role, and I just hope he gets one spot. I hope he gets one spot so he can specialize in yeah. it and become great at it because I think he really could become great at one spot. I'm very think? curious to think about where a couple of Sounders will get the majority of their minutes. So if Roldan is getting the majority of his minutes at defensive midfield, then I think he shows up in the national team roster. If he's getting the majority of his minutes in the attacking band, I think he does not make it in the national team roster. If he's in the attacking band, that means he's also going to be playing defensive midfield or also playing right back. Mm-hmm. I'm also very curious what people think about where Jordan Morris will play the majority of his minutes. If Jordan Morris is playing the majority of his minutes out left on the wing yep. versus whether Jordan Morris is playing his natural position number nine when Rui Diaz is out. Nope. Or if he's playing forward and two forward set with Rui Diaz, which I don't know how that looks. Ugh. Like, I, right? I, I'm very, very curious about where he's <laughs> yeah, going to be. Yeah, and I may be behind the curve on this. I just am shocked at, I think, how much trust they're putting in Jordan Morris as really a guy who's had one good season. 
He's had one good season. He's good for the brand. He I guess. had an average to below average season, and then he didn't have a season. Like that to me is just shocking that they're putting that much trust in him. And, and I don't watch him train. I haven't seen him recover. You so seen the I could videos? easily be wrong. No, seriously. Like I could easily be wrong. A lot of grimacing. There's just a lot of red a lot flags of slow to motion. me. And a lot of things that like, <laughs> got, you, you know, you perk your ears about like, whoa, really? Like that. Huh. That That's interesting. Maybe the Sounders are ahead of the curve on his recovery. Um, and what's going on with him. And I hope so. I really hope they are. It just seems so curious to me that they're putting all that trust in Jordan Morris. Because I think you really got to look at it as saying like, oh, they think he's our left winger. Well, that's what I'm saying, that they have to be thinking that because they're not going to play him over Rui Diaz. No. So no. he's got to be. And if you're going to put that much faith in someone, that much money in someone, then you're going to play them. They're going to get minutes. So he's yep. going to have to be that permanent outside. He's going to yeah, be the third assist leader, 2019. Put it on the board. They're going to put the ball through. He's going <laughs> to run right past Kendall Waston, take the ball to the line, backdoor tap in for, uh, for Rui Diaz. Non-zero probability, by the way, that Rui Diaz comes in and has a bang-up first half of the season, and after being the Golden Boot winner in Mexico, his performance in the World Cup actually gets sold in the summertime, and then Jordan Morris plays number nine with Rudy Diaz gone. Like I'm, no. I'm, I'm, I'm non. I'm not saying I, mean, I want it to happen. Things no. non-zero probability. Rudy Diaz could have a bang up first half of the season based on the competition. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yep. looking at that schedule, yep. oh, he yeah, really yeah, could yeah. light it up. And a Bundesliga team, like and, and not Bayern, but like Vols, Wolfsburg is like. Hey, give me your DMs real fast. Let me holler at you, boy. Let me holler at you. So. <laughs> All right. Um, so any other uh, parting shots regarding impacts for those losses or what we need for the team? Another attacker. Another attacker. Uh, another attacker and a start quality center back, assuming Torres is gone. All right. Fair enough. Okay, so we made a call out for listener questions, and unfortunately, we don't have any. So, <laughs> bum, bum, no bum, listeners bum. and Whoa. no questions. That is. Did you, te- yeah. did, did you text your mom and ask her? She, <laughs> Kevin, Kevin. However, um, we do want to make another call to listeners because we are going to Europe. Some of us are anyway. We're going to France for the Women's World Cup this year. Um, so, Kevin and I. Uh, and Nate and I think Kat, are you going to Paris or just Leon? We don't know what we're doing. <laughs> don't know yet. yet. All right, this is kind of like our honeymoon. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. We haven't really. You probably don't want to spend it with us. You want to hang out sense. with us on your honeymoon? <laughs> um, Come on, it's now. not that I don't. I'm bringing my kids. I Hello, <laughs> cheese and baguettes, fam. Let's go. <laughs> Let's I go. Know, so. you, you, you could see London. You. You could see France. So we're going to be I there for... I don't want for... to see Tim's underpants. <laughs> we're going to be there for one quarterfinal game, uh, I think on the 28th in Paris at... Uh, oui. I will be there. Where... And then Kevin will be there. I'll be there. And then uh, some of us are rolling down to uh, the south of France, Lyon. Stopping uh, in uh, Beaujolais for some, for some wine touring in the middle. That sounds absolutely love Beaujolais. And... Um, yeah, we just can't wait. We're going to see uh, both semifinals and the final. Uh, at least some of us will. So if that's you the only are, way I'm going is if I can get tickets to the semifinal and the final. That's yeah. so cool, man. That's it's, so cool. It, like, how cool is yeah, this that we get so to do cool. this? Yeah, this is so freaking cool. So if you are a if you are a, a francophone Sounders fan and want to get on the show, if you want to, if you're going yourself and you just want to kind of hang out with uh, like minded folks that are down with women's national team and we'll see uh, see those ladies just tear it up in Europe. If you're going to be at the Parc de Prince on June 28th. Yep. And hit us up. How was my French accent on that? I, I think it's, it's Parc de Prince. It was. But. <laughs> Trey Bied. Parc de Prince. Trey I've been practicing on my Duolingo app. Thank you. Keep Good job, buddy. Please. Good job. Um, du pain au chocolat. If you couldn't tell uh, from accent, That's all you need to know. I'm white. <laughs> That's where they Blanc, put the chocolate Kev. right in the oh, fucking Blanc. baguette, right? That shit is delicious. Is. I don't care it who you are. Pano chocolate. You just said that shit is delicious. Oh man, I put the chocolate right in the bread, ago. baby. That shit is it's Dope. it's the business. I went yeah. with my sister. We had a very lovely picnic beneath the Eiffel Tower oh, and some some Aww. sparkling uh, not sparkling wine, but sparkling water because mm. I don't drink some yep. cheese, a baguette, mm. and some pano chocolate. It was very romantic with my sister. Yeah, hey, whatever. <laughs> That's fine. Also, my sister's pregnant. I'm going to be an aunt. Congratulations. What? Married aunt. 
I didn't Hallelujah. <laughs> that just happened. I didn't mean to. We don't know whether she's been trying or I don't I don't know. Time out. That's weird. My father said no one uh has kids on purpose. Thank it's you. um yeah, exactly. There's a just something that, that happens. happens. Yeah. That's fair. Just something that happens. I was like the teacher or the he, doctor. He told me that <laughs> okay. on my birthday. And it is the teacher sister who's having a child. Okay. As far as I know, the other one's not, but <laughs> honestly, yep. who knows? Right. Well, good luck with all of that. Long term <laughs> sub opening <laughs> at Spanaway Lake High School <laughs> for AP government. <laughs> <laughs> seriously, folks, seriously. So, yeah, uh, reach out uh, if you want to talk on the show about Women's World Cup before you go or before we go, whatever you want to do. Uh, we're getting really hyped for this. We're going to be super excited about um, super excited about uh, about women's FIFA this year and and trying to give you some of that good content this year as we uh, as we ramp up for that summer trip. USA, woo, USA, woo, woo, USA, USA, USA. No. All right. And uh, do you want to talk a little bit about the kit sponsor, Sparkle did you, Donkey? Did you make this Wait, shirt no. yourself? The, the, it's fucking awful, isn't it? Did you make it? No. Who made this? Uh, the T-Mobile people. So they announced T-Mobile just... Park. It's really awful, isn't it? I wore it under another shirt today. So Is this like they're hoping? Or this no, they are. No, that's what Safeco. Yeah. Safeco. That's Safeco's new. Actually, oh, he got that from yeah. a third world country. <laughs> <laughs> It's they, like Super Bowl 42 about champions. Tim's skills and have Tim make your shirts. Seattle, yes. Seattle Sounders MLS champs 2017. So oh my the, god, Tim the uh, the Groupon sponsor. I, I'm wearing the Sounders shirt. No, yeah, I just I went yeah. I went on Sounder at Heart. Anytime somebody made a suggestion, I'm like, I got time. <laughs> I'm supposed to be working, but this seems more important right now. I'm driving. It's fine. So yeah, go, go to Sounder Heart. There's a thread Sorry. about the Tim ain't yeah. like Nate, where you can see the pattern and notice the time of tweets every day. <laughs> Tim so, tweets. kit sponsor for Seattle Sounders. Who do we think it's going to be? Sparkle so it's, Donkey? It's not T-Mobile. It's not T-Mobile. They already got all their stuff in several pies. It's my understanding. Amazon? It's very underwhelming is what I've been told. Uh -oh. Is what you've been told? Uh, so it is Groupon. Who's your... <laughs> I do kind of hope it's group. Up. It could well, be Black Rock Distillery. Yeah, it's it's. Well, well would, Sparkle Donkey does have an announcement coming. What um, would be underwhelming? Do they really? Are they doing a new Sparkle I Donkey? Don't I don't know. Or are they I, they might have just yeah. been trolling. Are they going to sponsor? I really should stop buying stuff from Amazon. I love you're just talking well, across yeah, each other. Yeah, right yeah, now. it's great. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Great radio. Yeah. Oh yeah. If you just all talk at the same time uh -huh. about not any of the same thing, uh -huh. people get in will here. listen to your show. So. Uh I would hate Amazon for personal political reasons. I would hate Delta for personal life reasons. Mm -hmm. Both of those, though, would be on par with Microsoft. Basically, anything else that's not one of those two or Emirates is a step down. Follows your 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 decline plateau theory. slash yeah. decline theorem. Well, yep. Like you can't go from Microsoft to like some local whiz bang tech company. Charlie's Produce, right? And we've gone from, yeah, we've gone about, from global uh, to uh, concur. Yeah, bird scooters. Maybe, but it wouldn't be Boeing. Well, that's what I was going to say. Boeing or even yeah. like BECU, like Boeing Employee I, Credit Union I think or something like that. I think we're going to go from global to Natalie's Cupcakes. Well, it's supposed to be a national... <laughs> Cupcakes it's supposed to be delicious. a national sponsor, though, like uh, a national profile sponsor Natalie's is what I understand. I, I don't know if Natalie's really have cupcakes. I don't know. I'm, just, I'm just saying, right? Like, if, if it's not Emirates, if it's not Etihad, if it's not those two, then, like, it's a step down period. I don't think it will be either of those. I, I, I don't either. Oh, okay. Are there, it could be Chevrolet. How many businesses... I <laughs> How many businesses are owned by... Uh, members of the ownership group. I mean, Hanford Mad Pizza, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, museum quality framing, museum quality framing. What did you say? Hanford. Hanford oh my God. Site. Okay. Is that owned by anybody on the team? <laughs> Freezing radiation. Well, I'm like, like DreamWorks. Since 1947. DreamWorks is part of Vulcan, isn't it? I'll just say this. Here's the That'll thing. Y'all. Awesome. Like, like honestly, this, this, the, whoever is the kit sponsor is an indicator of where the business affairs are. And if, it's sponsored by some like multi-level marketing company, some betting company, <laughs> or some sales tech companies. Is Unibet? I'd be all right with that. Oh, God. <laughs> or some tech company we've never heard of. Then like, like flashing Chevrolet. red light, Yippee. flashing <laughs> red light, like danger. Key bank or something? Yeah. Key oh, bank God. Is the worst yeah, like a third rate. Like U.S. Bank, Key Bank, yeah. uh, Bank, bank of, of America. America. Jinx, you owe me a Coke. Bear Stearns. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Washington Mutual. Yeah. Ah! Why have they not renamed Wamu Theater yet, by the way? Nobody? They, Starbucks? They're still catching Starbucks? Catch Starbucks? Starbucks sponsor? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Last time I'm anti. Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, too, too soon. Too what soon. Happened? Too soon. Last time what? 
Sonics. Oh. oh. R.I.P. Mm. So they're going to move the team to Oklahoma? <laughs> Damn it. Jesus Christ. No, Tim, you put that in the universe. Hey, that was before there was a Starbucks and every Fred Meyer was a Starbucks in the parking lot of the same Fred Meyer, huh. though. So. No, there's a Starbucks in every Fred Meyer and in the electronics department. This is some really Seattle radio right now, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We've lost oh, everybody. Yeah. This is usually okay, where okay. we're like... Rah, 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 rah. No, no, no. I mean... I mean, it's a. Oh, no, it's, wait, just wait, just wait. This is a a, a a a podcast with unlimited potential to a limited audience. So kits, kits. Uh, our secondary kit was leaked. Apparently, looks black and pink, but it's not T-Mobile. Not magenta. For sure. Apparently, apparently, there's there's a very specific Pantone, and I can confirm it is not T-Mobile magenta. So it's Pepto Bismol, or something. What else is pink? Uh, uh, McDonald's strawberry shakes. Natalie's cupcakes. <laughs> Natalie's cupcakes. I hope there's a Natalie's cupcake somewhere. The Panther. It could be right. Pink Panther Diamonds. Could Let's be Black go. Panther. So we have we have no idea. I wish it was I wish it was Marvel or Disney. That oh if it was I Disney it was that'd Black be kind of cool. Because maybe the kits would be like his suit where it absorbs oh, yeah. energy. No, and it's... store it and then we could use that to score goals. Orlando, wow. if any team. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, kids. This is that was absolutely fantastic. Thank you, Catherine. Do not put that goddamn goat on. (laughs) That's the most horrifying sound ever. That's a goat. Oh my god! For the record, none of this is me right now. I'm just. Oh yeah, this one time. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to the Flounders B Team podcast. Flounders B Team is a member of the. Channel 253, check it out. Follow us on Twitter. You know the deal. This is not your first podcast. Channel 253, channel253.com, floundersbteam.com, at floundersbteam on Twitter. And thank you so much for listening. Follow my dog at NASA at It's NASA Time on Instagram. Thank you. Oh, yep. At It's NASA Time. Yep. That's the new dog. If you go to the S2 opener, come holler at your boys and girls in Section 101. Party Loge. Party Loge. Let's go. All right. Uh, let's cut this uh, short uh, congratulations on your nuptials ladies and gentlemen congratulations on the coaching gig congratulations uh, Foss for winning the <laughs> for winning state that's when the show's going to come out oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's Belgium. April and, congratulations. Uh, and I'm pulling the plug baby Do they have a women's France team? was a really fun time guys <laughs> <laughs> alright <laughs> fuck Nazis This is Channel 253.